All right, here we go, kicking off the week. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for joining in, for tuning in, wherever you are, whatever you were doing. Thank you for just at least taking uh, out a small portion of your time just to share with us and spend some time with us. We greatly appreciate it. My name is Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and um, we're here just to talk about, you know, we've come to a... Um, into a new week now, Monday. So we're here just to, you know, just be share a little time, do a little talking a little bit, kind of, you know, uh, chop it up a little bit. And then I have my cohort, my partner in crime, uh, Dr. Cindy Banier. Dr. Cindy Banier, come on, give a shout out. Hey, what's going on? Just want to say here, I'm representing my Lions of my Honolulu Blue. And thanks, Howard, for also sharing your, your blue today. It's uh, yes, yes. Lions are playing Monday night football, and I'm a believer. That's right. No, who, who are they playing tonight? Who? Uh, the Raiders, I think they're playing tonight. I think so. I think you're right. Yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Other stuff so, on the way to our Super Bowl year. Oh, this, oh, this is it, huh? This is it. All right. All yeah, there's right. got to be one before I die. So. <laughs> oh man. So how how was how was your weekend? I know we were talking a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your weekend. I know oh, we shared a single weekend together, but. That's right. So yeah, so we we were at the Florida Democratic Party convention, yes, firing up the Democrats, nice. you know. Yeah. Um, and then it was also my my oldest daughter's birthday weekend. So there like after we had the whole part. Democratic brouhaha, like we went to SeaWorld. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff with the kids actually too. My whole kids that you know they stayed up there. We went to the big Ferris wheel and the Ripley's, believe it or not, and then this like oh, wow. crazy laser tag. Yes. So like we are exhausted and then we're rolling into <laughs> halloween here right and I know, birthday, I know. And, um, yes yes but it's a lot of fun yeah i know i, I still have to go get candy we haven't now uh, actually my uh, my wife and i were talking about it on yesterday i said sweetie are, are we going to do halloween i'm going to give candy because last year for our neighborhood we live on a, a cul-de-sac and last year we just um like a couple of the families about four or five of the families they put a table out so the kids don't have to come up to the door so the kids can just walk around the cul-de-sac you know to each house and get candy so i think that's pretty much what we're going to do again this this year just sit out and, and, and it's fun when the kids come out and the neighbors come out and we're all just out there having fun talking and stuff so yeah that's what we're gonna do. so I, have to, I, I still have to go and get candy so love it it's community yeah. i love it that's one go. of the things i think i love about halloween i love that it's yeah it's going back to like seeing your neighbors talking to kids mm -hmm. um, you know you're handing out candy it's joyful people are dressed up and having a good time and neighbors yeah. are chatting and connecting which we don't have as much anymore that is you true. know that is very um, true and that i have true. i live in the area of fort myers where everybody drops off their kids because mm -hmm. our houses are all right, close right, together right. so mm -hmm. i'm wondering if i even have enough uh oh uh -oh. <laughs> oh man i know i know last year we uh I thought we had a lot of candy, but it 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 went pretty 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 quick. We we didn't have much left over. And I I was thinking that we were going to run out, you know. But we we hung in there. We hung in there. Uh, but then, like I said, at towards the end, it was getting kind of you know kind of down to kind the dicey. bottom of the bowl. Yeah, it's like all right. Um, I don't know that this might be a good lollipop or something. I don't know how long it's been there, but no, but it, it, it was good. Though. You get down when you run in the house where you're like grabbing pennies and like whatever's in the bottom of the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. That, that was about it. You know, I, I have to write you a check, you know, what's your name, you know, something, you know, start giving stuff out. No, but it was, it was, it was good, but it, we have, we have a lot of kids coming through and um, of course you have the older kids, but I like to see the younger kids, you know, come through, but yeah, you, you got the t your teenagers going to be out there. They're going to, you know, yeah, this big old kid, you know, trick or treat. I'm like, dude, you know, you need to be sitting here handing out candy. 
but I yeah. like it. And you know what though? And and there's a lot of been uh, like memes and stuff going on around this. But what I, I I'm on the mm-hmm. camp where of like, look, if there's a group of kids and they're going out and mm-hmm. they're trick or treating and they're enjoying themselves as a youth, I'm gonna give them candy. Oh yeah, you know I mean, I mean? we always do. Yeah, we always do. Because yeah. it's like they're they're out there, they're enjoying fun, and so much of life today makes kids grow up too fast, and you know they're out mm-hmm. there doing the bad things on the streets, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, if they're enjoying their last couple of Halloweens, I'm gonna let them do their thing. Them. Yeah, no yeah. one 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 of the big differences that um, I see because I you know moved back. To, I was up in Virginia for about eighteen years, and I remember a, a couple of. Halloween's my, my daughter she was very young at the time and so we as a as a I guess right there in our community as on our street we had about five or six houses that we were really really close um and all of our kids we all they all went out trick-or-treating all at the same time so we went out as a group but sometimes at night in the Virginia area just outside of DC it was cold you know, yeah. so you you get there and so the kids have to put their you know a jacket or something on because you're yeah. talking about once the sun goes down, it gets to in the you know definitely low fifties, forties. So it's like they have their Halloween outfit on, but they have to cover up because it's so cold. And and in some families they would have I know specifically this one family, they would sit out. I don't think they gave no, they gave candy, but also for the adults that were with them, they gave out hot chocolate. Nice. You know, so for because it was it was that cold. So it's definitely a big difference than it uh from Florida as a as opposed to oh Florida. yeah. But it was it was I, still good. I was gonna say growing up in Michigan, we would get snow. Like oh, we would wow, get snow wow. every now and then. Yes. Yeah, so we would have to have like and I remember there was like a couple uh Halloweens where it was like sleeting rain, the sleet that's like the Ooh, snow and the rain. That's tough. That's tough. And so you gotta have your outfit is gotta be like so you could put the jacket underneath and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's totally right. different now down here now the kids now you're it's usually so hot right mm-hmm. that during during halloween that you have to be careful that like if you're wearing makeup it's not melting off and there's right. no way that you can do any of those like furry outfits like right. yeah, yeah, yeah the kids will burn up yeah we put my um when my kids were really itty bitty we had like an elmo outfit it was like mm-hmm unbelievably ridiculously cute right but it's like mm-hmm. it's the furry elmo gotcha. so it's like it, they lasted like five minutes like it did right. not right right <laughs> it did not yeah. work at all yeah no no that, that and that's the thing so yeah it's 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 amazing how you have to you know adjust wherever you are you know and, and that's you know it is what it is but you know, but give that, love that, to your community. That's there it. you go. There you go. So we're we're gonna we're gonna do the thing you know so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna jump on to talk about a few things for everyone and um I mean, we, we it, it's been a minute since we've been on, but so much has been going on in, I mean, definitely around the world, but I, w- I would just specifically say even yet for our country, you know, we know we're now, you know, facing, they had the Ukraine, Ukraine, war, um, Ukraine war, I can say that, uh-huh. um, but then now we have the Israel, you know, and the Gaza piece, you know, that's pretty much, you know, taking out the headlines because, you know, you don't hear a lot about the Ukraine, but it's, it's, it's still there. It's still mm-hmm. happening, you know, so people yeah. can't can't forget about that. But one of the things that about that is, you know, and I was listening to, I think, on one of the news stations on yesterday, I think it was, and they were talking about and, and some people still don't think that or they think I think that uh, the United States isn't as um, strong politically, you know, as, when it comes to our the world. 
but they still really are as far as their opinion and as far as you know how things matter and, and what people think and uh, them as them being a part of the UN and and kind of um, giving at least some kind of guidance and direction because this one the, the president of, of uh, Georgia was saying you know they want to be a part of the UN you know and they they filled out their application and they are looking for and and the lady was and I, I make this point just to say that the lady made a point to say that if the U.S. gave their approval how much that would mean to their position even mm -hmm. or the influence as far as them being accepted or not but i understand that they still have issues with um uh russia and those guys but still just the way that people think about the u.s you know and now with us first and foremost when ukraine was at war first when they first started with russia and how the u.s was you know helping in in, in financial aid now with Israel and now U.S. helping Israel, you know, financially, you know, with their war and giving um, equipment and everything. Um, can we as a country, you know, sustain, you know, like like someone says, two wars and, and we're not at war at all, you know, which, which I mean, just good. But, you know, financially, you know, we know that our finances definitely for every home is difficult. You know, we're struggling, we're fighting. Everybody's talking about our, our country. We're being in a recession or going to a recession or uh, close to, or very near a recession. Um, you know, we have, you know, the unions fighting for more money and that type of thing. So, so many things are going on within our own country. And yet, you know, we're trying to aid others outside, you know? So, you know, for me, and I'll give my opinion, I'll, I'll certainly, I want, want to hear you, Dr. Uh, Benye. Um, at some point, you know, because then we have to deal with the immigration situation, you know, and how can we, you know, make that a better understanding that that understanding that, you know, that policy is broken, it needs to be fixed, you know, but we're still bringing people in and all of these things cost money. Where do we get the money from? You know, so you know, we have to make sure, you know, that, you know, fiscally, you know, we're doing the things that we need to do at home, taking care of home, um, wanting to make sure that, you know, we're spreading democracy and fighting for democracy and then moving forward from there and understanding that the people that, that are, you know, fighting to leave um, certain areas where they're being ostracized. And, and um, again, you know, from the standpoint of, uh, again, south of the border, uh, those issues and everything. It comes to a point that, you know, at some point we're going to have to start making decisions, um, whether people like it or not, you know. But we're going to have to start making decisions, you know, financially. How much can we give? Um, how much do we give? How much do we want to give? And then we we just got <laughs> we just got a new speaker of the house. You know, when we see the Republicans are, you know, their houses, you know, tore from the floor up. And so it, it's they're struggling. So you know, for me, like I said, at some point we have to make sure that we have. That's why it is so important that we ensure that we get people in a place that outside of politics and stop playing politics because at some point it's going to come to where politics is not going to work for anybody you know that you really have to start looking at even for those that have money even for those that quote unquote consider themselves you know fiscally wealthy at some point that's gonna that's not going to be a big factor in how we make decisions. So uh, again, your, 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 your opinion on those. All right. so I, know, I, know, I know it was a lot. I know it was a lot. No, no, no. Listen, I'm, I'm going to make this real clear for everybody here. Okay. So, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. You're saying like, let's, let's think about us here. We got a lot of problems and we mm -hmm. absolutely need to do that. And your solution 
to elect the right people yes. is absolutely the right solution. Because yes. here's the thing. Everything that you're talking about is actually a policy decision. Mm -hmm. You know, is the people who are making the budget mm -hmm. determine what our our priorities are, right? right. Mm -hmm. our, budget, our budget reflects our values. Keep right. saying that in your mind. Our budget reflects mm -hmm. our values. Mm -hmm. So if we're putting a lot of money in certain areas, that's what we're valuing. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you a little bit of something else, a little secret that all these people who work in government finance know, but don't tell the rest of us. And it's this, you know, going back to that feeling, Tupac is, you know, they got money for wars, right. mm -hmm. not enough money to feed the poor. Mm -hmm. And that's a priority, right? Our budget reflects mm -hmm. our values. We have enough money for whatever we want. And that's this true. is true because the way that the U.S. economy works, we have a credit-based economy, we have a perception-based economy, and because we're a strong economy, the largest economy in the world, robust economy, diverse, we can weather even these most difficult of storms, okay? Mm -hmm. And we've weathered COVID and all these other problems better than anybody else in the world because of our fiscal planning, because mm -hmm. of our financial management at the federal level. And that's a fact. And that's why mm -hmm. we have the inflation going down as opposed to many other countries where it's right, skyrocketing. So true. Yes, yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. We always have money for war for two reasons. One, again, we have money for whatever we want because we have a fiat mm -hmm. currency. We literally make it up, guys. We literally right. make it up. So we can put as much money as we want into whatever we want. That's the secret. That's the secret. We have money for it because we mm -hmm. make the money and we get to decide where it goes. The other thing is, especially the way that the United States is engaging with both Ukraine and Israel, that mm -hmm. money's coming back to the U.S., y'all. So don't get it, don't get it mistaken here. Okay. Right. What the US is doing is they are selling old weapons right. to these countries. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they're getting money for this old stuff. It's like a garage sale, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're taking the money and we're reinvesting it back into our own stockpile. So now we're getting the new stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that actually means American jobs. That means a better army and military for the United States. Okay. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind too. When we're talking about aid and other stuff too, a lot of times we have an America first purchase policy with most of our federal agencies anyway. So again, those dollars that we're putting into Ukraine and Israel, a vast majority of them are coming back to the United States in terms of bolstering our business. Okay. Right. When we're looking at the other things, right. And I hear this all the time on the campaign trail where people talk about like, Oh, well, why would we send money to Ukraine mm -hmm. when we have homeless veterans here? Okay. Right. Well, here's the thing. The United States can actually do both of those things if we wanted to. If we wanted to, that is so true. We could solve homelessness for veterans. Ooh, we could solve homelessness like for all the people in the country. We could have a functioning immigration system at the border. Hell, we could have a wall on the border <laughs> if we wanted to. Okay. But it's all oh, about man. what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. And that's why it's key to elect people who are going to do these things. Because every time we're putting in a position where we're choosing A over B, Mm -hmm. Okay. Instead of A and B. Okay. That's a false choice. All of the politicians in Washington, D.C., the executive in the congressional branch and the legislative branch, they know that they can spend money on whatever they want. That's true. The rest of it is fear mongering. Right. And we've got these people, you know, who are talking about fiscal conservatism. Like there's no there's no end to the pie. OK, mm -hmm. we think about it like in our home and actually even the way that we talk about financial management in our own home is not the way that it works. Right. So, you know, the way that the fiscal conservative folks want you to think about it is like, OK, you got 
X amount of dollars in. And so you can only have X amount of dollars out, right? right, right. Whatever you do in the middle here. But that's not the way our household budgets work. Because even Americans, we have mortgages. We have mm-hmm. credit cards. We have car loans. We have student loans. We have all sorts of stuff. We're all running on credit. Our entire country works on that. And that's what federal bonds are, okay? Right, exactly. Getting credit. There's no magic day in the future where all of the credit becomes due. And if there was, the whole world economy is collapsing, by the way. That's, that's, <laughs> like, true, that's true. That's true. That's true. It, it, it'll, be, it'll be just like a black hole. It'll be sucked in. Right. It's like, so if, if that day happens, the whole ship is going out. <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't even matter. Right. So, you know, people who say, oh, China owns too much. Well, there's no magic day that China's going to be like, well, today's the day that we're going to end the world economy by asking for all our bonds back. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. that's not happening. The United States bonds are very secure because we pay. That's right. why what we do have coming up with the the government shutdown, right? Mm-hmm. And then right, that exactly. yep. earlier right, this year. Right. Yeah, that's in two weeks. So dangerous because as soon as we stop paying our credit card bill, essentially, right, the whole ship goes down. Right. So this is the tricks and the secrets behind the scenes. And the rest out front is all politics. But that's the truth, good. our budget reflects our values and we can afford what we need. And mm-hmm. whether that's helping democracy in Ukraine or Israel or homeless folks or immigrate immigrants at the border, we have the money. Everything else is a policy decision. No, I, I totally, I totally agree. You know, and and that that's one of the big things, and that's why I said, you know, at some point, you know, for those that make or, or fiscally, you know, fiscally sound or financially sound, feel as though they, you know, have enough money for whatever the reason is. At some point, in all of the the political arena, the policy and those type things or whatever, the money's not going to matter as far as your your personal money and stuff is concerned. You know, because we get we are looking at now with all of these things happening so many things happening like you say with, with the homelessness with even now with the, the the gun violence and it's going to and, and i think a lot of people have said so many times before even with you know this latest issue that happened up in maine with with the gun violence and you're just waiting for it to hit the right person just like mm-hmm. you say with your values you know and that's how a lot of these policies and 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 how people are looked at because based on and I, uh, based on what you spend your money on. And I think uh, I- any type of uh, fiscal advisor would say, you know, you show me how you spend your money. I'll show you what's important to you. Yep. You know, and that's and that's the way that, you know, like you said, this, this country is, you know, show me, you know, how you spend your money. And this is what you value. And a lot of times people or at least definitely in, in, in the political arena, a lot of times uh, and, and I can just say a lot of the, the, the Republicans from the standpoint of wanting to kind of hold things over you know, hold something for ransom or hold something hostage. That's a lot of what they do is because of the fact that, like you said, the United States can pay for whatever. We, we can take care of homelessness. We can take care of the veterans. We can do the things that's needed to do to make sure that people are taken care of. But if we do that, and if a, a Republican or if Congress comes together and say, okay, we're going to decide to do that, now all of a sudden they don't have that stronghold over anyone to say that, well, I want this done, then this is not going to get done. Or, you know, someone else can say, well, I want this done. And they're going to hold these things over someone because of the fact that they want to make sure that what they want done gets done. So instead right. of saying, let's take care of everything, now all of a sudden you want to make sure that or make what your, I guess, what that thing is, it's the right. most important thing. So I'm not going to give you this, you know, until I get this, 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 and this. 
and then we and, the, and then they continue to move through and and that's a political piece that so many people are really getting upset over and that's why we tell people all the time make sure that whoever you vote for you know is in line with your values and it is it, it it's amazing how you could ask anybody out there on the street you know you you could ask them well is is you know veterans are veterans important you know is veterans health important is is, is a woman important is a woman's health important you know are our kids important is our education important and most people would all in all of these things would say yes now how we how do we bring this together to make sure that all of these things are taken care of in a fiscally responsible manner really it's easy but they want to make it difficult because they want to make sure that well you know, here we go with, you know, this big business over here wants to make sure that he gets all of this pie over here. And, and we can go from from the standpoint mm -hmm. of look at our unions now, look at the, you know, the uh, the UAW and, and them fighting. And now Ford finally say, OK, well, we're going to give you some of this. And GM say, OK, now we're going to at least, you know, come to some tentative agreement with this particular, um, you know, agreement. But when you're there and you're wanting everything to be for you and not wanting to help the people that's doing all of the work, then yes, it's going to be issues and problems because mm -hmm. it's not fair, but that's the side. And, and like you say, what you spend your money on, that shows us what's important to you. And you can look at Republicans, Republicans and see all of the decisions Well, not all, but most of the decisions that they make, you know, aren't necessarily for the people that do the work, but it's for the people that wants to necessarily hold all of this for themselves you know, and mm -hmm. you know, basically uh, kind of put it, you know, they're going to bunker down and put it in a, uh, I guess, what kind of, I don't know, some, some bunker or uh, in, donors, but it's still, it's their donors. It's, it's whoever's lobbying them. Right. So yeah, we'll build, you know, a wall or we'll invest in infrastructure. If these donors, these, you know, people who are funding our campaigns, these people who are keeping us in power are, mm -hmm. are getting what they want. Right. And exactly. The the biggest push and pull back a lot of times is that there's this really far right fiscal conservative idea that, you know, that everybody should be on their own. Everybody's mm -hmm. an island. And so right. they want to dismantle what we sometimes call the entitlements, right? Mm -hmm. Social Security, Medicaid, uh, you know, um, you know, SNAP, food stamps, all this other kind right. of stuff, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. um, which helps the regular folks. And, and this is, uh, you know, again where where the values are so if you are valuing money and power you're building policy and budgets that are going to feed back to the people who are keeping you in power exactly. and the thing is, is it's never the poor people <laughs> well, no 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 you right because yeah, they don't have they don't have you yeah, know, they, they don't, don't have, have it. a say you know or at least they don't have a say you know to the sense of being able to make that decision but they do have a say because they can decide when you go to the polls. And that's one of the important things that we tell people. When you go to the poll, that's how you make your voice heard. And just like you were talking about, you know, um, they want to talk about, you know, all of these quote unquote entitlements. And it, it's a, it, it amazes me, you know, that the only time the entitlements become an issue is when they start talking about the poor people, those that they feel as though, you know, aren't doing well, they will say, you know, you're not doing work, you know, the government, you you just want to live off of the government and get all of these things. But what was PPP? You know, how who, who bailed out the uh, airlines? Who bailed out, mm -hmm. you know, the banks? Who bailed out all of these people? All of these things were entitlement that they yep. did not work for. They did not earn. The government mm -hmm. gave them that. And how many of them turned them down? 
corporate welfare for sure. Exactly. Right. exactly. The only the only means testing we do is on poor people. That, that, there but you we go. Hand out, we hand out billions to corporations yes. with very yes. little strings attached. Yes. Yes. Right. So that's why everyone has to have in their mind that when you say, okay, we can have this or that, it's a false equivalency mm -hmm. because we can, here's the thing that is like going to be the shocker for, we can actually have corporate welfare and social welfare too, right? Because actually both of those things can be good policy. It's mm -hmm. good policy to make sure that we are funding pre-K so that mm -hmm. kids can read and they can become successful people in their life and so that exactly. parents can go to school. It's also good policy to help make sure that we have businesses that are strong here, mm -hmm. okay? So when we start talking and when you hear politicians, anytime they're setting that up, like we can do A or B, well, mm -hmm. we can, that that is themselves right, yes. telling you what they're willing to do mm -hmm. because our budget reflects our values and we can do all of those things because it's huge. And that's the other thing we got to get out of it like the mindset like here's our house budget this is all of our money right mm -hmm. the united states budget is so expansive like the the u.s economy is so huge like we can't fathom it right right mm -hmm. like and what is it because it's like um you know you start getting into these numerical things like the difference between a million and a billion right, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, if you've made if you've made a million dollars every day you know since the the day of the pharaohs or whatever you would still never have as much money as jeff bezos or whatever those memes right, say yeah. right mm -hmm. but like it is it's like it is true that like we cannot grasp our mind around it and mm -hmm. politicians use that against us they use that the to know that we we can only kind of understand what's our world around us so we think about our household budget and yeah heck yeah you're not you're not going out you know on a shopping spree if you have a limited budget like right exactly. so it, that's what makes sense to people and the politicians use that against us but the united states economy works totally differently and it we does. need politicians that are going to put the people first there you go. And not their donors. There you go. That that that's it. And and that and that's one of the biggest things that um, they hold. And what what I think a lot of people don't realize or understand. They're holding the people hostage, because mm -hmm. the big business is going to be the big business. They're going to still make you know the million dollars. They're going to still make you know whatever amount of money that they make. You know, because like you were saying before, because of how our system is set up, they're going to make the money. You know, because of the credit, because of whatever, and for whatever it's worth, look at Donald Trump. He's not as wealthy as he wants to say that he is. However, because of the way that the things and the how funding and money and all of that is set up within the United States, he can still do what he wants to do and appear that he is. It has nothing to do with how much he has, but it appears. So that's so they're going to make their money. But we need to make sure that the people are taking care of that's actually doing the work and we're the ones that are struggling. They're just sitting up there, you know, and basically living fat, dumb, and happy. Right. And we're and and we allow them to when we don't get involved into the system, when we don't participate and execute and make sure that we express you know our right to vote to make to say that this is the person I want because my values align with theirs or their values align with mine. I like what they say. I believe what they say that they're going to do and certainly hold the politicians accountable, certainly hold them to what they said that they were going to do. Um, mm -hmm. There is this, I just, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll show it to you um, one day when we get together, this new app that I talked to this guy, it's, oh man, I can't, I have to look on my phone real quick to see uh, the name of it. It's um, Voatz, V-O-A-T-Z. 
And it's an app that you can go on and you can begin to look at how your politician or even for, for now in the state of Florida, how your politician voted on certain things. And it gives you a score. Um, I looked at the governor and I looked at Jenna Persons, looked at their score, and both of them are very low. Uh, I think Jenna Persons was about 50%. Um, the governor's was about 50%. But it shows you on every topic, everything that came through, um, every plan, every policy that came through that was voted upon, it shows that. And you can click on it and you can see what that particular policy says in basically in black and white from every page, it gives you all of this information, but it lets you know how your politician votes. It lets you know that on, you know, HB7, which was the abortion, you know, bill, you know, at that time, mm -hmm. it lets you, it, 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 it allows you to open that up and look and see what it says and how your politician, how your representative voted, how the governor voted, and then kind of go from there. And so I'm, I'm going to be using this, you know, just to see, again, with all of the things that has happened so far in the state of Florida, um, that person, uh, Jenna Persons, the governor, in the uh -huh. like 50s is what their score is. So you can see that they don't necessarily, you know, meet or, you know, fit the bill as far as what people are actually looking for and wanting. So then why would you support that? So if you don't go okay. and, and you don't vote against that, you're still saying that you're support, you're supporting that. So that's why I want people to understand that when you go, when you either one of two things, when you don't vote, you're supporting it. And if you vote for the person that does not meet or align with your values, then you're supporting the other side still. So we want to make sure that we get out and do what's necessary to make sure that we are taking care of not just ourselves, but our kids, our veterans, our mothers, you know, those that are homeless, you know, we're taking care of them with how we vote. So I want to make sure that we do that. And then, so we'll link that, we'll link that in the, in the, in the notes here as well, because okay. that sounds like a great resource. Okay, great, great, great. And I know I took us down this like financial path instead of international. No, no, it's, 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 I think it's important because here's the other I thing too, like international relations, the United States is a global leader. We have been, and we do have to stand up for democracy because we do believe in these things like freedom and yes. that everybody deserves a seat at the table. And I think we need to lean into those values here and abroad and it's mm -hmm. not about just being a world policeman but it's about making sure that we're not allowing authoritarianism and dictators and people who are willing to hold on to power by any means run rampant around the world or in our own country that is so true that is so true so we're going to let you guys go for for today but I, we really want you guys to kind of pay attention and you're going to be seeing some things coming um here in this upcoming um uh, New Year in 2024. Right now, we're already in November. Believe it or not, we're already in November. So we're uh, understand getting ready for the holidays. I know people are going to be in and out. So uh, we're going to make sure that we get as much information to you guys as possible. So I know, I know, you know, I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, Hall Halloween is coming up. So make sure you guys go out and be safe, you know, first and foremost, but allow the kids to have a good time, you know, get the candy, um, check your candy. That that's one thing that back in the day, that's something that we've all mothers have always done. You get your stuff and check it, you know. So make and sure. And then you give the tax to the children. Yes. Yes. Candy tax that there you, you take the one that you like. <laughs> there you go. Don't tell them that. Okay. <laughs> but no, but no, but that's um, but that's certainly um, you know, we want you guys to have fun, but be safe. Safety is is first and foremost. But be seen. Make yes. sure your kids got lights. There you go. If you got a flashlight, with the flashlight, a strobe light, whatever it is, make sure that you are, you know, you go, go as a group. Don't go by yourself. Go as a group. And actually, even when you go as a group, it's a lot more fun. 
I yeah. think it's a lot more fun. So definitely and have fun, fun, share love, enjoy with your community, enjoy. And uh, we'll be here providing you information with Now You Know with Howard Sapp. Thank you guys for so much. And we'll see you guys on next time. And Cindy, right. please give the pe people an opportunity of how they can uh, uh, be a part. Absolutely. So if you enjoyed this episode, we would love to get it delivered directly to your inbox with yes. a subscription as low as $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year helps get this information straight out to you and helps keep independent media going. You could check that out in the plans and pricing page at Big Mouth Media's website at BigMouthMediaFL.com. And thanks once again to our host, Howard Sapp. And this has been Now You Know with Howard Sapp from Big Mouth Media. Bye-bye.